your Locked, Locked on Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today is expansion draft day, Seattle Kraken ready to get their roster, ready to pick from the Arizona Coyotes as well as the other 29 participating NHL teams. I got a guest here today as well, uh, to uh, help discuss the expansion draft as well as all the other upcoming events for the uh, NHL and the Arizona Coyotes. Jose Romero of the Arizona Republic. Jose, how are you doing? Good morning. Good day. Happy to be here. Um, I'm doing great. It's been it's been a good off season. I was ready to now I'm ready to get get rolling again for number two. Yeah, this uh, this July has been I'd say relatively uh, you know eventful for Arizona. They had uh, introduced their new coach right at the beginning of the year, if Andre Torne, and now well we're we're here ready for uh, expansion draft, draft, and free agency coming up. And uh, Coyotes fans got a lot to look forward to. I think so. Um, you know, it's it. it I think there's a, a sense that the rebuilding of the franchise of the of the roster has begun uh, with a couple of trades that they made recently. And um, you know, I think as a fan, you sort of have to accept it, right? I mean, you have to kind of let Bill Armstrong, the general manager, do what he came here to do, and uh, start putting together the team the way that he wants to to see it. Um, I mean, what else is there? Honestly, like, you know, the franchise hasn't done much for the last, you know, nine or 10 years. Um, so a new direction probably isn't a bad thing. You know, it's probably, it's the thing that I think a lot of us expected when Bill Armstrong came in and brought in his own people. So, uh, it's time to kind of let that vision start to play out. Yeah, definitely. You know, know, definitely. And I think that's, um, that's that's part of that process of rebuilding, and uh, a lot of fans gotta, you know, expect some of the some you know team favorites or fan favorites to uh, to end up departing. And I can say, as one who uh, I you know I covered Aiden Hill for five four or five years while he was down in Tucson, and seeing him get shipped off to San Jose, and I'm just, I'm just like, well. He's just not for free. Uh, that was a good trade. I, I, I got to say that um, Aiden Hill for a second round and, uh, you know, for expansion draft exposure purposes, Yosef Kozhenosh. But I don't know how you thought of that, that deal and the other deals that went down on Saturday, at least. Um, I, I understood it. Um, you know, personally, it's kind of tough to see Aiden Hill go because he was the first player I spoke to when I got the job last year. You know, he was like, you know, you, you kind of never forget, hey, who was that first guy that you, you spoke to um, when you got the uh, the gig? And um, Aiden, it was interesting because when he called, um, when he called me, his area code was a 503. And that was, that's my hometown area code, Portland, Oregon, uh, 503. So I looked at him and I was like, wow, he's got a 503 area code. That's my, that's my hometown. So come to find out that he played for the Portland Winterhawks, and that was the team that, you know, I used to watch when I was young. And uh, so, you know, little things, right? And then over time, you get to know him a little bit, although it's, it was tough because we have everything was on Zoom and you can't really see anybody in person. But, um, yeah, so and, and he when he got a chance to play, he performed. I mean, he he did as well as could be expected and probably outdid expectations. 
given how little he played in the past. So, um, yeah, that was that was a little tough on the personal side, but a move, you know, that if you're the Coyotes from a business sense, you want to get something. You know, you don't want to you don't want to just leave him prote- unprotected and let the Seattle Kraken select him for nothing. Um, so a preemptive strike, um, they get some draft picks, they get a draft pick, they get a player, they get a new goalie and, um, lose, lose a quality guy, but you know, Bill Armstrong doing what he needed to do to just not give him up for nothing. And it's been, and especially kind of going back to what you said, focusing on that rebuild, um, with the moves that they made over the weekend, you know, totaling it up. I mentioned this on, on, uh, both Monday and Tuesday's episode of this podcast, you know, saying that they have now six second round draft picks in the next two years, which is good if you're if you're looking for a rebuilding team. Yeah, and and you know, second round pick, right? It doesn't it doesn't strike. It's not like a lightning strike. You know, people love the first round. People talk about the first round. We want the first round. They don't have that yet, but you know, you can get a player, and you can get several players in the second round. I mean, we've seen the Coyotes produce you know players who were drafted even later than that come up and be good um you know good players and produce for the team so um there are fines to be made in in that round and just you know it's been clear from the beginning you know stockpiling picks you get through that first draft uh, where you were hamstrung without having a first rounder and um you know the penalty from the league and then you start stockpiling the picks that when you can and, and start drafting, this is what he was brought in here to do. Bill Armstrong was to, was to build the team with draft picks. He's always said he wanted to build through the draft. That's what the Tampa Bay lightning did. That's what the St. Louis blues did. And, um, and that's the plan. So, you know, this was inevitable and, um, you know, he's getting off to a start on it right away. This episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. This app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. Uh, and you can talk with locked on hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. Uh, so you can include maybe myself. I might. I could be. I'll be joining the app pr- sometime eventually, <laughs> and uh, you can. Uh, you know, you can go ahead and interact with anybody because it is the perfect app again for uh, just creating conversation about sports. Go to download the free Green Room app now. Currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter. And join the NFL, MLB, and NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you will find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. Can't wait to join you all on the app. Be sure to I'll be sure to let you know when the Locked On Coyotes room is live. Download the Green Room app today. Green Room, changing the way we talk about sports. This episode also brought to you by Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. You can choose from coconut to mint brownie, cookies and cream, German chocolate. I'm just naming my favorite flavors out there. Um, 
My personal favorite is, you know, actually one of the uh, one of the limited limited time flavors that they have, uh, coming every around every once in a while in uh, in churro puff. That was one of my absolute favorites. Um, but you know, again, you can never go wrong with any of these other flavors. Uh, the good thing is these are high in protein, low in calories, low in sugar, low in carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. They really taste like a candy bar more than a protein bar. And if you order today, you can get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Isn't that neat? So go ahead and check out Built Bar yourself. All you got to do is just go to BuiltBar.com and see all the selections of, uh, of protein bars and other things they have available. Once again, that is BuiltBar.com. All right, let's go ahead and uh, take take that look to the uh, to the expansion draft tonight. Yep. Um, as we just said, pretty much the uh, the most likely candidate uh, from everyone's analysis, at least from la- from the previous week, is now gone. Aiden Hill over in San Jose, and you know, I mean, and you, you, even though it was a tweet that you just put out from from yesterday that that online um dot ag has their uh most likely candidates from each team to be picked and it seems the top two right now are uh christian fisher and tyler Pilick, which i don't think is a surprise to any of us no i mean yeah i mean that, that those guys make total sense i mean given the list of protected players and the list of unprotected guys you know um Fisher is still really young. He's got he doesn't have an expensive contract. Um, he's a guy who's kind of seems like he's starting to come into his own. Maybe a late bloomer, I guess, a little bit. Um, even though that first year was really productive for him, but ever since then it hasn't been. So um, he's had some things to figure out over the years. Last season, obviously, he didn't really get the production they wanted. So um, or even he wanted. So. You know, and if you're Seattle, you're looking at this guy like, you know, this he's still really young. We can still do something with him. He still has a lot of potential. He's big. You know, he will bring some some thump, even though the the, the nature his his nature doesn't seem like a a type of guy that would want to hit and and um, be physical that way. But he can be, and he should be. So, yeah, I mean, everything I'm seeing is you know. That's the guy that, that they would be leaning towards the most. And then Tyler Pitlick we saw last year was a, a really nice player, what a, a really nice addition, a guy who played all over the ice and was physical, um, you know, just, just played an aggressive style. And unfortunately he got hurt and wasn't able to finish the season. And I think that was a really big key that they missed when they were trying to make the run to the playoffs that came up short. Um, a guy like Pitlick was sort of the glue guy and was somebody who was productive offensively to some extent, but just did a lot of little things on the ice that helped the team uh, perform well. So um, the Kraken aren't going wrong with either of those two guys, even though they don't really stand out as huge names. Yeah, and you know, it's pretty it's pretty uh, interesting too, because um, I think it was yeah, just around a month ago when I was starting to go through the potential protection list. Obviously, we didn't know what it was then. And... Uh, I was talking with uh, other guest hosts, and I and I'm like, 
do you protect Tyler Pitlick or Christian Fisher? And we had to go through the entire process. And um, and I think even my final list had Krause in it rather than those two, which I think which was the final that the, the, those that, that final spot. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on I think those two are uh, pretty solid picks for um, for a state take either of them. Yeah, I think I, I get this. I get the sense that they could probably, they'd probably be better, uh, feel better about losing Christian Fisher than Pitlick because Bill Armstrong was brought in Tyler Pitlick, and there was a reason behind that. You know, he wanted. He said he wanted some grit. He wanted that type of player in, and I think Tyler Pitlick was a guy who who did more in terms of just, um, you know, being being more the two hundred foot player. So I think that's the type of guy that that um, that they prefer to have, and I think he would be the the loss that would hurt a little bit more than Christian Fisher. But we'll wait and see. Maybe they got some other trick up their sleeve. Yeah. Plus, I'll say this too: like looking just uh, overall based off all of this, you say Arizona can, seems to be pretty well off ahead of this expansion draft than a lot of the other teams with some of their exposure lists. Yeah, that was really some of that was really surprising too. I you know just some of the names out there that they can get. I mean, um, you know, if they do this right, if even if they do this kind of semi right, you know, they'll be they'll be in a good spot. We saw Vegas do this expansion draft so well, and look what they've turned that into. Um, the the blueprint is there for the Kraken, and um, also I think there's a lot better players. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot so many good players out there that are not protected that they can really um, do something with their roster and even get some guys that they can develop. Now I have to get the, uh, um, just, just out of, because expansion draft is, and I have the, the most, one of the most necessary questions because a lot of people are asking it people, and everyone has different, differing opinions. Do the Kraken take Kaylee price tonight? I don't know. I think, It's there's a lot of reasons. There's a few reasons for yes. It's, I would lean towards no. I mean, if it's if I'm doing it, I'm not so sure I'd take that gamble, given what's come out. You know, the news about him and the injury and stuff. And um, you know, you got to have somebody. It, where everything starts is back there in net. So you need to have somebody that you can rely on right away. And is Carey Price a guy that they can? You know, can he be back and be back to full strength when it's time to go? I'm not so sure. So um, maybe you'd lean towards somebody who's a little younger, who's definitely fit, and, and somebody who's still pretty good. Maybe you, you get two pretty solid goalies um, instead of just one great goalie, that is Carey Price. Yeah, and I, I'm totally with you on that. I was actually telling that to the, uh, uh, the Locked On Kraken host yesterday. Um, and, I was, and I was telling her, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it is just a risky contract to take. That's, I mean, like, especially with everything we, we learned, plus, you know, 10 point whatever million dollars is a lot of money on against the cap, salary cap. So, like, I don't know if it's worth it. Plus, there are some good goaltenders out there. I think we already know Seattle's going to be taking Chris Dreger from Florida. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, I mean, look what look what Vegas did with, uh, with Marc-Andre Fleury. I mean, what a, what a player he's turned out to be you know, since they got him. And so, um, you know, think good things happen in the expansion draft. Good, good players come out of it. Players who, you know, who you thought might not be 
you know, as good as they were coming in, and then all of a sudden they shine. So there's a there's so much quality to be had for the Kraken all up and down uh, the lists here, and I think they'll they'll make wise decisions, and they'll they'll they seem like they're they're hitting on every decision they've made so far. So let's see what they have. Absolutely, I can't I can't wait for the expansion draft tonight. It's gonna be gonna be fun. Plus the uh, I think. The first uh, first event we're going to have for NHL on ESPN. Yeah, um, great point, and I think that um, it's exciting because, um, well, first of all, I spent eleven years of my career in Seattle, so um, that park where they're having the the draft is such a cool place. I used to ride my bike there during the summers a lot, and it's just it's just the best has the best views of the city. Um, on a summer day in Seattle, it's unbeatable. I mean, the water's blue and the sun's out and the grass is green. And it's just, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun for those folks over there. I'm really happy for the community back there to, to get an NHL team. And as far as the expansion draft, look, I mean, this is my second year on the beat and I'm doing an expansion draft. So that's, that's always, that's exciting. You know, that's something new and different and it will be uh, fun to see how this turns out. Plus, we're probably not going to get another expansion draft for quite some time. I exactly. think we're probably going to stay pat at 32 teams for a while. Yeah, so we'll all be watching this one, and you kind of have to relish it. BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. You can get all the news, odds, and info for all your sporting nudes including the MOB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great starting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. You can even check out lines on tonight's NHL expansion draft. How cool is that? Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device. Sign up for a free account today. Use your promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Once again, that's the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Yeah, um, so moving on to that, as I mentioned, as we were mentioning before, with the entry draft on Friday, obviously that's the first round. The Coyotes don't have a first round at least for now, obviously, the next 72 hours or whatever it is, can, anything can change. Um, but, uh, and I, I think a lot of that goes with, you know, the rumors of still, and, and, I, and we, I use the word rumors because obviously there's no, um, no, no, no information even regarding that. And that's some of the players that they say they likely want to move. Oliver Reckman Larson, Connor Garland, among among the you know the bigger names, uh, what are some of the some of the things you've heard about those rumors? Well, I think you know with Oliver, I think you just kind of you go back to to last off season where you know there was that that whole saga with him and the two teams that he was willing to go to, and he was just trying to help the Coyotes out, as he said, um, because he had the no trade clause. Um, here are the two teams I prefer to go to. You can deal me there, and and you know, the, the Coyotes were hamstrung by that and obviously didn't make the deal because, you know, there was no good offer on the table when you only have two teams to work with. Um, but it was a tough year for him, you know, as the season went on. You know, he 
I, I think even by his own admission, he would say, I did not play the way I'm capable of and I have in the past. Um, I think there was a, a feeling among some fans that maybe his captaincy come, came into question. Um, is he really the right guy to be to wear the C? A lot of stuff. Uh, it, we, we know he's a great guy. We know uh, he's a quality person. Um, you know, wears his heart on his sleeve, emotional guy. Um, but, um, you know, you, you, you're, when you're making a business decision, you know, you, you kind of have to throw all that stuff out. Um, if, if they're going to move him, you know, there has to be something really, really good in place that involves draft picks, most certainly. Um, if you can get him for a first rounder, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they could, if they swing a deal with, with him. A good leader, good captain, um, but maybe after this season they they've decided, look, this is um, we got to strike while the iron's hot here and try to make a deal if they can. And again, he's he's kind of the guy that holds the cards. Um, you know, as far as the other guys that they're willing to trade, I'm not. I really haven't heard a lot about movement about you know where these guys want to go or what they want to do or if they want to be traded. Um, but I do think all cards are on the table. I think Bill Armstrong has already shown that he's willing to make a lot of deals and, and make moves and you know send guys away, trade guys away, let them go so that he can build the roster that he wants. So I think you know, trading anybody wouldn't be a surprise at this point. I think the only one that's uh, probably likely to be quote untouchable would be in my, like this is a lot in more in my own opinion would be Jacob Chicken. Absolutely. That's a great point. I mean, that that is the guy. I mean, clearly, he's becoming the cornerstone of the franchise, and and the guy that that they're looking to build around. Um, great season last year, and displayed a lot of those leadership qualities um, that people want to see. You know, lots of fan support for him to to put a letter on his jersey as well. Not to mention, um, so looking at the just as as other get ready for free agency also coming up. Um, a lot of guys pending UFAs, RFAs, plus maybe even guys to chase after outside of, you know, who don't have contracts from the Coyotes yet. Um, how do you see, see this process going up as, as, as we get ready for, get ready for that period? Cause Connor Garland still needs a contract, um, among several other people. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be really busy. I mean, I, I, I wrote that, you know, this two-week period here coming up is going to be is shaping up to be a really, really busy one. You know, we had the trades last weekend. We have the expansion draft today. Um, you know that they're trying to work on – they have to be at least in conversations with agents about, um, you know, the guys that, that need to be re-signed. Um, and if they can't resign those guys, you don't want to lose them for nothing. So you have to find a way to to get some assets back. Um, for me, I think the, you know the draft picks is what they is what the Coyotes are really after. So if if at all possible, it's really not about a return of, of in players. You know, you obviously want to get somebody good, um, decent in a trade, but it's not so much about the return in physical player as it is in the draft assets. And that goes back to what we were saying earlier, yeah. you know, with the with the drafts, with the trades that they made, and um, we didn't go, you know, in depth about it, but you know, you can you know, briefly mention it. There's the Andrew Ladd trade, where essentially nothing returned over back to New York, but it was, you know, they gave us Ladd's contract for 
uh, draft picks, a bunch of them. That was an interesting one because, you know, he, he spoke to us on Zoom after the trade. Andrew Ladd did. Bill Armstrong talked to us uh, after the trade. And he was, at, they were, you know, he was asked about Andrew Ladd and gave an answer about, you know, what he can provide in the locker room and being a leadership, um, as far as leadership and such. But I'm getting this, I was getting this feeling in the back of my head, like, I mean, is this guy even going to be around to do that? You know, why do they have the contract? Do they just have the contract to, to, um, to get the picks and then just kind of let him go, um, let Andrew Ladd go eventually even before the season starts. So it's, it's a little bit hard for me to even imagine that he'll even be on the roster when we start the season. Um, considering that, you know, they're trying to get younger, they're trying to rebuild. Leadership is always great, but it just seems somewhat odd to me to be answering questions about him when you really don't know and have a defined role for what they're going to do. Yeah, a lot of, um, like, I, I think I had one of my previous guests mentioned to, you know, get him on LTIR for, like, a bit and then just, like, bring him back for the... Uh, uh, okay. Opening night, opening night of twenty twenty two, just to sure. get that extra draft pick. Ah, uh, good point. Yeah, boy, wouldn't that be something? But you know, we—I don't think we can really put anything past past the Coyotes at this point. I mean, I think it's—they finally have everything in place, you know, the way they want to have it, and um, they have all of their front office people in place that Bill Armstrong has hired. They have stockpiled draft picks. They're probably looking for more, so. Um, yeah, this is just going to be, this, this draft is going to be pretty wild for them. It's just going to be, um, and, and, and as he told me, you know, I've, we've done the scouting, we've had scouts out there. A lot of teams were not scouting because of COVID. We were out there doing it. Um, so he feels, it seems like he feels really confident that they know, they know what they want to get. Absolutely. Plus, um, yeah, a couple last things, um, like I said, with free free agency coming, um, is anything that you know about maybe like a player that they that uh, might be might be sought after that could fit into you know Bill Armstrong's system? Well, I think he he dem- demonstrated that you know he had some skill with that. I think. Um, we can say that Johan Larson and Tyler Pitlick turned out really well. Those were signings that, that worked out really well. Larson got protected in the, in the expansion draft list. So um, those are the type of players that I think that they're, that they're going to continue to go after. Um, guys who still have some upside, guys who are going to be physical and um, provide uh, – if not so much production, then at least some form of you know, two-way ability. And I think that's kind of going to be the MO for the Coyotes going forward as well. I mean, um, they almost got to the playoffs last year with a with some free agents that nobody really heard of and a, a team that was still developing. Um, I think getting to the playoffs is going to be more of a reach this season. But... Um, you know, you can strike gold, or at least you can strike some form of precious metal with uh, with um, the free agent, the types of players that they bring in. And I think they're they're not going to go away from from bringing in those kind of guys at least right away until um, 
such time as they're ready to make a huge splash. So fans just have to sort of roll with it, you know. I mean, there's just going to be guys that are going to come in here and not be well-known names, but are going to work hard. Um, and then you couple that with uh, the core of players that they already have and the younger players that are coming up. And, you know, it might it might not be the most exciting times for here in the near future, but there's still going to be some good hockey out there. I think people have to kind of respect that and and, and embrace it. Last question I have for you is actually uh, just taking really, really taking a look back actually, because um, kind of mentioned I, I partially mentioned this, but I want to get your um, your thoughts on this. Is just I wanted to actually wanted to just get your impressions on uh, Andre Torney. You were at his opening press conference at the beginning of this month, and uh, you know he's becoming uh, new the new Coyotes head coach and first time NHL head coach. So it's just exciting to to see all of the new things that happened with the franchise and, and being fairly new to the job myself. Um, you know, everything is a new experience. So they've had some turnover in the front office. They've had some turnover on the roster and then they hired a coach. Um, it, it was tough seeing Rick Tockett leave. Um, he was a great, great guy, fun guy to talk to always, always really approachable. Um, and, um, but it's it's interesting. I I'll tell you about the exchange I had with Andre. Um, we did we were able to do one on one interviews uh, after he did his press conference when he was hired. And I addressed him as Andre, and then he stopped me. And he goes, "Bear, call me Bear." And I'm like, and I literally said out loud, "I'm like that's gonna be weird for me calling you Bear." And he goes, "You'll get used to it." Everybody else says. So um, I, I right away, you know, struck a good chord um, with him. And just uh, being that open and friendly enough to say, you know, call me by this nickname. And um, so it's going to be kind of odd on Zoom calls or in person saying, addressing him as Bear. You know, I think I'll start with Coach for a while, but we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, it's, um, you know, he definitely is a guy with a lot of passion and you can see it. And He's a guy that, that comes from a similar background as a lot of the guys on Bill Armstrong's front office staff, um, player evaluator, player developer. Um, and it just seems like that's the, you know, he was that, he's that guy that, that, that still is fairly young for a coach and can, uh, has had some experience in a front office, has had some experience coaching junior players and even professional players. So a guy you have to give the benefit of the doubt to and to see how he works and see how he operates and um, interacts with the players. I think I think the players are going to like him. I mean, you know, how can you not like a guy who wants to be called Bear? So, um, you know, that's just for starters. But I think it's um, it's going to be interesting with him. It's just it's going to be a um, he's going to make things interesting. He's going to be out there um, yelling and screaming in practice. I imagine. But in a way that is, you know, tells his players, look, I'm only doing this because I want you to get better. Perfect. That sounds that sounds fantastic. Lots of good, lots of things to look forward to if you are an Arizona Coyotes fan. Uh, Jose, thanks for coming on. I uh, just want to let the uh, uh, let the listeners here uh, know where to where to be able to find you and and the work that you put out. Yeah, um, Arizona Republic newspaper, azcentral.com. Uh, Twitter Romero Jose at Romero Jose M. Um, I'm having fun. I'm having fun. I'm enjoying it, and I'm enjoying the interactions with the fans. Um, 
love hearing from people. So, you know, message, reach out, whatever. Um, always happy to hear what people have to say. So appreciate all the support. Once again, Jose Romero of the Arizona Republic. Uh, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. If you like what you heard today, don't forget to leave a review. If you are on Apple Podcasts, also subscribe. We are available anywhere you can find your podcast, including the all-new Odyssey app. Uh, also, don't forget to interact with us on social media. I am personally at RobLeonio1 and our podcast at OO underscore Coyotes. Again, interact with us, ask us a question. We can answer f- some questions on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to this episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. Staying dry if you're in the monsoon. Staying cool if you're in the 100-whatever-plus-degree weather. Maybe both. And don't forget to howl on.